El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I don't do anything at all. Joining me today, he is my favorite comedian to have ever told jokes in the history of the world. Definitely my favorite podcast host. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm obviously talking about myself. Also joining me, he's my co-host on this podcast, and he's also the only guest on the podcast this week. You know who he is. He's got a bunch of podcasts of his own, and then he's on this podcast, and then he also doesn't even like sports. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I am your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host, Jeff is back. Hey, it's me. It's Jeff. I'm back. I'm back. It is Jeff May from the internet, I believe. Me. From the from people, too. I'm a, I'm a people. From people, from the television, yeah. from the Netflix. You saw me. Some of you saw me on the Netflix. Some of you might have seen me on the History Channel. Me and Jeff are taking the airwaves by storm. Big TV month for Adam and Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure next month will be too. Like Again, it's only going to get better from there. Yeah, just opportunities rolling in left and right. Once people saw me get edited out of a <laughs> Netflix game show, they're like, this guy needs his own show. All right. So we're talking about a thing this week that Jeff doesn't really even like, which is sports. I don't understand how you could possibly say that. Because As a matter we, of fact, this specific thing we're talking about in this episode, I have been asking to cover. How could you say that about me? Yeah, but we didn't until now. And because you don't even be, like sports. It's because Jeff doesn't even like sports. We host That's a podcast true. about how Jeff doesn't even like sports. And it's a podcast about sports for people who don't like sports. So yeah. Don't worry, people at home. We're not really talking about sports. Yes. If you're one of those week. people that won't listen to the show because you're not a sports fan, you're a dipshit. Yeah. You're that's the point jerk. of the show. The whole entire point. Yeah. And it's a cult favorite show. It's your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. You're goddamn right it is. We are talking about a sports figure this week. We're talking and about... What a figure. He is quite a figure in that way in a lot of ways we're talking about herschel walker you remember remember herschel walker remember herschel walker people a lot of people don't i mean he was a pretty great player he was i was surprised to see he's not in the hall of fame but when you well, really reflect on his nfl career that makes sense that he's not in the hall he of was fame not placed in good positions to win no and beyond that too as we learn more and more about him, he's not the most savory person. No, and he really hitched his horse to the wrong wagon, kind of, <laughs> early on in his career. But we'll get there. The reason we're talking about Herschel Walker is because there are a bunch of primary elections happening this week. What is that? I don't know. I just read it off the notes. Someone in the office prepared the notes, and I just read it. <laughs> But, it's like, Adam, I vote in November, and also I don't vote. So. Yeah, I can't as a convicted felon. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of primaries happening this week, and arguably one of the most important, possibly the most important, is happening in Georgia, where Herschel Walker is hoping to get the Republican nomination. So in November, he can oppose Democrat Raphael Warnock in the general election and take back that seat that Democrats took in 2020, which people talk about how unprecedented it was that Georgia voted blue, but it had only been like 20 years since that happened before. And it's not like there's an election every year. So yeah, you forget that black people have been historically kept in Georgia and disenfranchised for quite some time. Right. Unless you're Herschel Walker, then you just don't believe that is a thing. 
No, because he was franchised. <laughs> right. He got the franchise tag. So, yeah. yeah, it's a pivotal race for Georgia. And I personally think Herschel Walker is a little scary. A little bit. He, especially in this capacity, is a little scary. And I just don't trust him as an elected official. What would you trust him as right now? Maybe somebody that could kick the shit out of you. But other than yeah. that, like. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like a prison guard or something. Like I would be, not trust him as a prison guard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are I don't you, know. Are I don't... you kidding me? He, he would. There's a 0% chance that he doesn't kill an inmate with his bare hands. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's one of those figures. He's a lot like Trump in that he seems kind of silly and the chances of him ever accomplishing anything in politics seem pretty slim. But that's what we all thought about Trump, too. Yeah, he's like if Trump was placed in like a super soldier's body. Yeah, he's Trump, but his past accomplishments are actually kind of impressive of course only the sports ones he is batshit he is an unhinged human being who also happens to be like like a 55 year old adonis yeah he's still in amazing shape but we'll we'll talk about his you know because recently on an episode you don't even like sports available on the unpops network we talked about jr smith entering his new sport which is the soothing sport of golf as a uh, young man in his late 30s yeah mid 30s i think in college with a lululemon scholarship herschel walker did that but if it was a much more violent existence yeah there's been a lot of opportunities for head injuries in herschel walker's life and man the links between head injuries and acts of violence and a propensity for violence like those are medically scientifically established links and when it's my boxing coach asked me if i wanted to ever go pro and i said absolutely not he was like is that the path you want i was like no and he was like kind of offended (laughs) and i was like i want to be able to like wipe my own ass when i'm an adult like yeah even football Like you hear about retired NFL players who are like, yeah, I can't really walk anymore. Oh, I mean, even football, I'd put football as the most devastating sport to do. Yeah. And Herschel Walker's position in football, he was a running back. That's especially violent because all of those big dudes up front, you just kind of smash into them every few downs and hope you break through. And And head to head was fine. Yes. Herschel Walker played in those those freewheeling days when concussions were a thing. You just rub some dirt on and got back out there. I love that. We're like, he played in those freewheeling loose days. And it was like, when was that? We're like the 90s, like yeah. the mid, mid, mid 90s. Yeah. His last season, I think, was like 97. Yeah. Like it's like not that long ago. <laughs> no. So let's talk about the sports stuff first, because it is where Herschel Walker really shines as a person and it has a lot to do with the predicament we're in now which is him running for office in Georgia because for one thing he played college football at the University of Georgia when mm-hmm. he decided to run for office he wasn't living in Georgia he moved there to run for office he was living in Texas but he played college football there classic Herschel Walker mistaken Texas for Georgia <laughs> probably yeah And the thing about his time in Georgia, though, for one, he won a national championship, which who hasn't? That's huge because Georgia has won three and there is about a 40 year gap in between each one. They just won one in 2021. Also, I'm going to add, Adam, though, a lot of colleges have won college championships. (laughs) There's at least one every year. So. So, yeah, he's a legend in Georgia. He also won a Heisman Trophy at Georgia. Mm-hmm. So for that reason alone, in some circles, Herschel Walker is like royalty in that state. But it's interesting that in his official endorsement of the Senate run, Trump said, quote, Herschel Walker will never let you down. Because that actually was not true when it came to his playing career. He is credited with helping the Dallas Cowboys win three Super Bowls, but only because they traded him at the height of his career. It was a smart move. It was. And man, did people howl about it when it happened. They were so mad that Herschel Walker got traded. I, I mean, imagine what Detroit would have done if they traded Barry, you know, like. 
Yeah, well, that's like, what he wanted, though. Well, that's of course what... he wanted to get out of there. <laughs> Are you kidding me? If you're Barry Sanders, who is arguably the greatest runner in all of football, to then be trapped, to be yeah. trapped in Detroit and not given any opportunity to get a ring ever. Yeah, that's why he retired. With Herschel Walker, though, the Dallas Cowboys trading him away, they get so many draft picks and so many players in return from the Minnesota Vikings that it sets up the Cowboys for this run of Super Bowl wins in the 90s where they won like three Super Bowls, I think, in four years or something yeah. like that. Yeah, they did. And Minnesota, on the other hand, they thought, well, we're getting Herschel Walker, so we're probably going to go to a Super Bowl soon. And nope, Herschel Walker played fine, but it didn't really translate to them winning any championships or Super Bowls or even really going to the playoffs, I don't think. Honestly, not the easiest division because they get their dicks pushed in the dirt by Green Bay all the time. Yeah, and at the time, he would Chicago was... Well, yeah, like Chicago was really good in the late 80s. And also that put him in the same division with Walter Payton, which Herschel Walker was good, but he was no Walter Payton. That's for damn sure. So yeah, he, he gets traded away from Dallas and it sets Dallas up for the future, but he doesn't really do anything that impressive in the NFL. He plays for the Vikings for a few years, gets traded to the Eagles. Eagles, yeah. Where he had some good seasons, but again... That's, they, where, that's where he really is probably most known for being, was I, an Eagle. I think so, yeah. Like, he had great seasons with the Eagles. I think he was an all-pro a few times with them. But again, not a great era to be a member of the Eagles. What I mean, who's the, the only other good player they had was like Reggie White. Yeah. Yeah, it was that would have been around the time. No, I bet I think Buddy Ryan probably was gone by then cuz Buddy Ryan left the Bears to go coach the Eagles for a while and the Eagles were decent. But yeah, Herschel Walker, he he is adamant that he should be in the Hall of Fame and I'm not so sure. Like he yeah, was If he claims something, you should doubt it. Yeah, that's one thing we're going to find out about Herschel Walker is he lies he lies and he is he's very self-aggrandizing he's got a lot of trump qualities weirdly enough and there's a reason for that i think and it does tie to his sports career but honestly the most interesting sports stuff he did always happened away from football this was why i wanted to cover him on you don't even like sports actually because it's so weird the shit that he starts doing and and I'm going to add, and, and something is impressive, incredibly impressive. Yeah. While he was still a member of the, it was 92. So I think he would have been with Dallas still, or maybe the Vikings by 92. I think it would have been the Vikings because 92, Dallas had already won, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, while he is still playing NFL football, he takes a break from his team to go join the American bobsled team in the 1992 Winter Olympics. That's a weird thing, like, because how much prep do you have to do for the, for that? And how do you end up doing it? Like, you know, like does he just, what did he walk on like Rudy? Because he, I know he ran track and field in college, but I, I don't remember ever reading anything about him being on the University of Georgia bobsled team team yeah 93 was the cowboys first um modern championship so yeah he goes and represents the u.s in the olympics they play seventh so not great but respectable i I mean in the world yeah yeah i mean it's better than jeff and i would do maybe i mean i don't know like but obviously you got to figure like with a bobsledding a lot of that is that sprint in the beginning right yeah i bet having his fucking horse legs pushing that thing yeah, that probably had a whole lot to do with it. Yeah, he did. It was like Herschel Walker and Bo Jackson. Oof. Yeah, he. They never even get in the sled. They just run it all the way down. <laughs> yeah, he apparently was supposed to just be on the. I think there's like a three man team or a four man team and then a two man. And he was supposed to be on that four man team, but performed so well, he ended up being the brakeman. Couldn't fit. In with three other people. Yeah, probably not. They're just they like, just this jumped guy on all muscle. They just jumped on him and he fucking slides down. Be yeah. fun to yeah. watch. He, he, yeah, he, he left uh, the Cowboys in 89. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, that means he was still with the Cowboys when in 1988, he did a single performance with the Fort Worth Ballet, which that sounds weird, but ballet and football go hand in hand. Like was that who was it on the Steelers? That was the guy that really brought that in. Swan? Probably Lynn yeah. Swan. I could see that. I yeah, know it was Lynn Swan. Yeah. I know Willie Galt, who was a very good receiver for the Bears, was really famous for his yeah. ballet moves. And yeah, well, yeah because like, it, you Lynn need Swan footwork. did a whole thing where he was like, I don't care what you think about me doing this. Like, yeah. And then they would show him doing these moves and then it would show like him doing catches where he would catch and spin in the air and come back down. And like you learn skills, man. Yeah. I mean, argue with the results. Lynn Swan, I think, won four Super Bowls. It would be really funny if the people running against Herschel Walker is like, do you want a man that does ballet? (laughs) Your Republican representative in Georgia? Yeah, it would be funny because that's exactly the kind of shit Republicans would pull. Like, yeah. Yeah. Democrats. Not, should... not until you see the other thing he did. Right. Because he also, at the age of 47, signed with an MMA production company called Strike Force and won his only two professional fights by knockout. By the way, Strike Force is not a small company. This isn't like no. like some like, oh, he, he ended up joining up some bar league MMA. Like Strike Force was like gunning for the UFC. It was like UFC pride and Strike Force. Yeah, I remember when this happened. And because this, I mean, 47, like it was 13 years ago. Yeah, I I remember being shocked. Like it was a different time in sports. Like now you got Tom Brady winning Super Bowls at 44 years old. So it doesn't seem as weird. But back then, 47 years old, it was like, how is he even still walking? Well, 2000. And it's also like what you're competing in. Because here's the thing. Yeah. Tom Brady can still win these championships, but he also has like a line of men protecting him. You do not have that in MMA. No, you certainly do not. I mean, of course, you're going to win if you do. That, but that would I help. remember because I remember like in, I remember this. The reason that this has stuck with me is I think I, re- I had read it in Men's Health and subscribed to Men's Health at the time. because This is what, 2009. Yeah. Uh, and just reading about this and like, see, they were like, this is Herschel Walker at 47. And they showed a picture of him in the NFL and then a picture of him at 47. And he was like shredded at yeah. 47, like unbelievably terrifying. Yeah. And he probably still is like he's even more terrifying now because he's about to have all this power. Yeah. And also, you got to remember, 47, that's twice the age on average of the people he's competing against. Yeah. But the really important professional football details of Herschel Walker's career all happened before he joined the NFL, because Herschel Walker, upon leaving college, did not go directly to the NFL. He went to the USFL, which is back. The USFL is a thing again. It is one of the saddest things to watch. Like it, there are so few people in the stands. It doesn't feel like real sports. Like it feels like you're watching a practice. I watched one game and could not do it. It's like watching that movie, the replacements. Yeah, a little bit, but the replacements is good. And this sure is, this is not Let's do an episode on the replacements. I love that movie. Yeah. The thing about the USFL at the time, though, it was very successful because they played in the spring and the NFL plays in the fall. So it was like that perfect window of time where baseball's just starting. So it barely matters. The NBA playoffs are in full swing. So there's that. But they had a good thing going and they were able to sign a bunch of really high profile college players like. Herschel Walker, Jim Kelly, Steve Young. Yeah, I remember Jim Kelly being like the the big get at the time. Yeah. He was like their their marquee player. It's funny too because like the USFL clearly is like designed to be the ABA of football. Yeah. The ABA was so disruptive and it came in and it changed the entirety of basketball, essentially. Yeah, that's kind of the problem with the USFL because the the thing about Herschel Walker and the team he played for, the New Jersey Generals, owned by Donald Trump. Yeah, that's a problem. It at first wasn't. At first, it was owned by some oil tycoon. 
and he, after a couple seasons, sold the team to Trump. There is a fantastic 30 for 30 documentary called Small Potatoes that is about Donald Trump's time with the USFL. He essentially ruined the USFL. Yeah, wasn't there like there's a letter somewhere where like another one of the owners was like, if you keep acting like this, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Yeah, pretty much. Great. Trump decided you just mentioned the ABA. The thing the ABA was always angling for was a merger with the NBA, which did eventually happen. And that's what Trump expected was going to happen with the NFL. But he decided to force their hand by moving the USFL schedule from the spring to the fall so they could compete directly with the NFL. And that was a dumb move because they could not compete directly with the NFL. And they knew that. So they filed an antitrust lawsuit and they end up winning the lawsuit. But the judge awards them one dollar. It's a dick move, right? A little bit. Like, what's the deal with that judge? I think he was kind of trying to make a point because the NFL is hard to compete with. But the reason the USFL found it so hard after a while was because they wanted to move their schedule. And like, if they just kept playing in the spring, things would have been fine. So like, they kind of painted themselves into that corner where they couldn't compete with the NFL anymore. So Mm. I think he was just sending a message that they sort of brought it on themselves. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably the minimum. It is kind of an asshole move, though, because they clearly won. You know, the judge is like, well, clearly this is an antitrust thing. Here's a dollar. And it's like, man, that's how you got to make it feel like. I mean, obviously, Trump is the person doing it. So I'm glad something bad happened to him. Unfortunately, it didn't right. take. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, kind of fuck this judge, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a dick move, but I'm just not that invested in it. Like, I, sure. I don't I don't like I, I don't really see how the NFL would be different if the New Jersey generals were part of the league. Like, who cares? Well, Dr. J would join up. Right. At a tomahawk jam <laughs> football. Yeah. Herschel Walker did. I think I did not know this, but Herschel Walker still holds the professional football single season rushing record. He ran for 2,411 yards during the 1985 season. And I bet the reason I don't remember that is because also in the 1985 season, Eric Dickerson ran for 2,000 yards in the NFL, which is much more difficult to do. Like it hadn't been done for a long, long time at that point. I think OJ was the last person to do it before Eric Dickerson. Man, Eric Dickerson's in some good company. He sure is. Walker, OJ Simpson. Yeah, all all the greats. All the greats. Somebody get get a microscope on him for a second. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this would be where Herschel Walker makes his connections with Trump, obviously. Trump owned the team that Herschel Walker played for in the USFL. and it, He was their marquee player. He was. They actually, I, I read up on the New Jersey Generals. At one point, they signed Jim Kelly and Herschel Walker. Which, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But I think that team also never actually took the field because I think they signed them in anticipation of that season where they were going to compete with the NFL. And then instead, the league just folded because Trump is bad at business. And unfortunately, it really feels like Trump rubbed off on Herschel Walker quite a bit. Yeah, he did. (laughs) If you know what I mean. Usually he uh, rubs off on Miss Universe contestants. All right. What if he did? Like he just J.O.'d all over Herschel Walker? Yeah, just walked in the New Jersey General's locker room all the time, just feeling dudes up. Now you can run for president. (laughs) Grab him by the dick. Yeah, sometimes you got to do that. (laughs) Just grab him by the hogs, you know? So let's talk about Herschel Walker and his Trump-like qualities. There's a song that has not aged particularly well. It's performed by Morris Day and The Time. 
written by a guy named Prince. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Who also didn't age very well. He did. I mean, he did for a while. He was oh, aging. Prince. No, no. He Great. stopped aging. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he sure That's what did. it is. Mm. You but, could say that it was his Morris day and the time to go. What do you mean? Because he died. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that does make. That's good. That was a Thank good you. joke. Thank very, you. Very good. Yeah. Prince Thank you, E-O, E-O. <laughs> wrote a song for the time called Donald Trump Black Version, which is a ballad. It's, I think, meant to be ironic. I don't think it is supposed to be in support of Donald Trump, but either way, it's the 90s, so it's not. Well, it's like very, very different connotations then. Yeah, it's like it's now. like flexing. It's like uh Yeah. And to me Herschel Walker feels like that. He feels like a black version of Trump in all the bad ways. Not all those good Trump ways. Yeah, I was trying to think like The Apprentice was good for a couple seasons. I guess there was that. Yeah, he's uh, funny sometimes. Yeah. Well, I guess a little yeah, uh, about it. That's that's about it. Yeah, he made a surgically hot daughter. That he did. That's. I mean, you know, I, I'm sure Herschel Walker did too. I've never seen Herschel Walker's kids, but they look just like Ivanka. <laughs> it's weird. It is unnerving. He's got a lot of Trump qualities that seem like they don't bode well for the country if he was to take power. For one thing, he just straight up lies. A whole but, bunch. In that Trump sort of way where he just super duper embellishes the details of his life and his success. They both have some form of onset dementia. I think so. Yeah. I mean, with Herschel Walker, that's it's such a minefield because this isn't the same thing as when Kanye went on that pro-Trump rant at a concert and people were like, Kanye West is off his meds. Like with LOL. Yeah. Or like only a crazy black person could support Trump. But with Herschel Walker pointing out that he might have some mental illness issues, it's not the same thing. It's a legitimate concern. Kanye West isn't running for office for one thing. He did, didn't he? I think he like tossed around the idea, but he never like actually, we never had a chance to vote for Kanye for president. Wouldn't be funny if Pete Davidson Davidson ran for president. That would be very funny. Yeah. One of the things that, Herschel Walker lied about or lies about regularly is that he graduated top of his class from the University of Georgia. For one thing, he left school after his junior year to play professional football. So he didn't graduate in the first place. And when people called him on that, he said, well, I went back and graduated top of my class. Also not true. (laughs) He did not go back and do that. And he also claimed to have graduated as valedictorian of his high school class. He was a good student, but CNN reviewed 15 years of school and local newspaper coverage. And all they found was an article about his high school naming a valedictorian in 1994 for the first time in many years. That high school valedictorian, Herschel Walker. <laughs> yeah, he went back in 94. He, was, he just he after the bobsledding thing, he's just like, man, I got to take leave from the Eagles so I can take high school again. He also has a long track record of lying about how successful his various business ventures are. I don't know if that sounds familiar. I don't know where he got that. That is a completely new and unique thing to him. But there was an in-depth investigation done by the Atlanta Journal Constitution. And according to their findings, he's been involved in at least 12 companies and brands since retiring from football. The largest of those being Renaissance Man Food Services, which is a poultry products distribution company. He has described it as, quote, a mini Tyson Foods and has claimed it is the largest minority-owned business of its kind in the country. In various interviews, he's claimed the number of people this company employs anywhere from 100 to 600. That 600 number comes from a 2018 Fox Business profile. So just four years ago, in 2020, he applied for a Paycheck Protection Program loan because of the pandemic. And when you apply for those, you have to tell people how many employees you have. Turns out it's a little less than 600. He actually had eight employees. Yeah, that's close. But he's not too far off. They are both numbers. They're both even numbers. I'll give him that. That's true. 
You know, no one's going to take that away from him. Yeah, but. no, but he's all, he was, what's, you know, 592 employees among <laughs> friends, you know? They also found that he and his various business partners defaulted or fell behind in payments on at least eight loans totaling $9 million over the that past very two Trumpy. decades. Yeah, it's super Trumpy. And we'll link to that Atlanta Journal-Constitution article. It's by uh, two writers, Dylan Jackson and Greg Bluestein. Very good reporting. Good job, guys. Uh, yeah. Dylan and Greg, longtime listeners, we appreciate you guys and we appreciate your writing. Yeah, we appreciate the financial support more than anything. Thanks for hooking us up with them $9 million that uh, Herschel Walker defaulted on. Right. Don't tell anybody. About us going, yeah. We don't he, have to want to claim that to our eight employees. <laughs> and his, his lies about his businesses actually get worse. He also has a track record of claiming to own businesses he doesn't even own, uh, like how he claimed that chicken business of his actually owned a bunch of processing plants but no he just licenses his name to the products made at a bunch of different processing like his plants. like so like get some herschel walker chicken yes it is like there are i forget the name of the restaurant but there's a restaurant chain in the south that sells herschel walker chicken in their stores and herschel walker chicken products apparently his mom was a very good cook. And a lot of the recipes that come from Herschel Walker's business ventures are his mom's recipes. So I, mean, I bet it's good. Like I'm not, I'm not mad at her. Here's the thing. I mean, it's, we're talking fried chicken. That's not an easy thing to fuck up. Like if you just know a little bit, you're going to do a serviceable job. So I'm sure the food's great, but he just lies about how much of it he sells and how many people work to help him sell it. He also claimed to own a drapery business that he said was the country's largest minority owned apparel company. But the thing about that drapery business, it didn't actually exist, at least not Weird in the thing to claim. Yeah, it is very strange to of all the businesses to be like, man, I don't. I'm so good at drapes. You don't even Herschel, know. Herschel Walker fried drapes. <laughs> Best drapes in Calaveras County. And he definitely wasn't an owner in that business, if it even existed. But that didn't stop him from claiming in 2016 that he owned, quote, the largest upholstery company in the United States. That seems like a super verifiable thing to deal with, right? It It is. And the same article that we'll link to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution article, they did look into it. And not even if he did work for this company in question, they would not even be close yeah. to the largest upholstery. He's like, and by that, country. I mean, I work the forklifts. <laughs> exactly. He was involved in an upholstery company at one point, but he left it years ago over a business dispute. But he still sometimes claims to own it when it suits him to do so. There's also another weird Trump parallel in that Herschel Walker claims to have done lots of things for veterans that he should not be taking credit for. Like fleecing them. Pretty much. Yeah, with Trump, it was he would constantly take credit for this VA program that was actually started under the Obama administration. Oh, thanks, Obama. Yeah, exactly. With Herschel Walker, it's a little bit worse than that. He's been claiming for the longest time that he started a program called Patriot Support that helps veterans struggling with mental health issues. And it's a complicated story, but the truth seems to be closer to him being the celebrity spokesman for a for-profit company that is alleged to have preyed upon veterans and service members and defrauded the government. Classic Herschel. For one thing, it's run by Service. Universal Health Services, which is one of the largest hospital chains in the U.S., was created 11 years before he was hired as a spokesman. And there is a huge civil case that has been brought against Universal Health Services, alleging that Patriot support was just a scheme to admit veterans with government health insurance into inpatient mental health facilities. Because government insurance typically doesn't limit the duration of stays for mental health like private yeah, and, insurance does. That should be the big red flag there, because when it comes to mental health inpatient services, it is a very difficult procedure to get out of. Right. Unless Ronald Reagan is your governor. Yeah. And then they're just going to shut everything down and throw you out in the streets. Yeah. To make all this happen, they would push their staff to misdiagnose patients and falsify documents in order- Get out of town. Right? And Stop it right there. They were doing it just to justify 
hospitalizing veterans so they could get that insurance money. And that's like it's, it's weird that you're like they're like kidnapping veterans for government money. And even when people reach out to his campaign about this, the woman they talked to was like, OK, so you're really going to give Herschel Walker grief for supporting veterans for the last 15 years. And it's like, motherfucker. Yes. Yes. Because he's not supporting veterans. He's getting them kidnapped. But tell that to Herschel Walker. He, I, don't I mean, and here's the thing. one ear and out the other. Here's the thing. Herschel Walker might believe he owns that company. He, he might sure could. believe he owns all these things because Herschel Walker, again, I, I, I brought up Kanye before. This is not like Kanye West. Herschel Walker's history of mental illness is very well diagnosed and documented. Yes. Like he labeled and advertised. Yeah. Like we have to acknowledge as a former football player, CTE is a concern. A massive concern. Again, his position is to take hits. And we're talking a professional football player who then migrated to MMA. So He's like, you know what? I didn't take enough damage to my frontal yeah. lobe. Yeah, I didn't get beat in the head nearly enough during my playing days. So CTE is, among other things it causes, it can lead to a propensity for violence. Like Aaron Hernandez was claimed to have had one of the most severe cases of CTE doctors had ever seen. And that's the problem with CTE. You can't diagnose it until someone's dead. Classic, classic CTE. And even if we are pretending CTE shouldn't be a concern, we're still talking about a man who wrote a book about how he was diagnosed with dissociative identity disorder. Don't worry, Jeff. He was cured. Was he cured? Was he cured from DID? Because that's how that works. Is it? Cured from that. Well, take like lithium for that. Well, no, what you do is you go see a guy named Jerry Mungadzi, who is not a doctor, but he was a, a counselor of some sort, former pastor. He wrote an article called, Is It Dissociation or Demonization? And mm. this was published in the Journal of Psychology. Adam? And Christianity. It's dissociation. Yeah, I think it is actually dissociation. I don't know if the article was necessary. But he does have a really, like his technique sounds very scientific. What he does is he'll have patients color in a drawing of a brain. And then he draws conclusions about their mental state based on the colors they choose when they color in that brain. Is he Kreskin? I don't know. What's he doing, man? He's curing Herschel Walker. That's what he's doing. Sure is. More like Herschel color. He says he can use the drawings to determine if a person has been demonized. This is a quote. I can tell them what spirit they have and what it's doing in their life. So I mean, that's how Herschel Walker was cured of dissociative identity This guy disorder. should be forced into a VA mental hospital. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Get Patriot support on the phone. Yeah, this guy needs Patriot support. Stat. <laughs> and Herschel Walker wrote a book about all of his struggles with mental illness and how he was cured and is totally over it. Now, unfortunately, there are years of police records that would dispute the notion that (laughs) he is completely over it. On several occasions, he has threatened to murder his ex-wife and her boyfriend. That's a rushing yards move right there. (laughs) And this is all from police records and court records. In 2012, a woman named Mika Dean told police that he, quote, lost it when she tried to end an on-off, on-off relationship with him. Ladies, gentlemen, everybody listening, if I could make a suggestion, if somebody is a former professional athlete getting into MMA at the age of 47, don't date them. You're going to get murdered. Yeah, it's not the safest bet. That is for damn sure. He, in this case, threatened to wait outside her apartment and, quote, blow her head off. He likes threatening to shoot people. That is. Which is weird. A really common thing with him. He's so good at punching. I know. Like, he shouldn't have to shoot. I guess I'm going to beat your head off means something totally different. (laughs) He... I'm going to beat you off so hard. Also, the the quack medical person, you can't even call him a doctor. He's not a doctor. Who diagnosed Herschel Walker with dissociative disorder. You mean with demonization? Right. With, yeah, having a demon inside him. When he diagnosed him with being afflicted by demons. (laughs) 
he only came to that diagnosis after an incident where Herschel Walker admitted to driving around looking for and fantasizing about shooting in the head a man who was late delivering a car that he'd purchased. Oh, yeah, that's well, he's got the car, obviously. There's somebody's like, oh, that's the that's the Sebring that I delivered to him. (laughs) There's also a very famous incident detailed in Herschel Walker's autobiography and lots of other outlets that happened in 2001 when police had to be called because he threatened to kill himself, his wife and that therapist. Oh, he also expressed a desire to have a shootout with police. I mean, I got to be honest here. Not a lot of losers in that situation. I mean, the wife is really the only loss if things happen. Definitely, definitely that. There's also an incident that happened about a year into his alleged treatment where a former Dallas Cowboys cheerleader told police in May 2002 that she believed Herschel Walker had been lurking outside her house. She'd had Herschel Lurker. (laughs) She'd had a confrontation with him a year earlier that resulted in him making threatening phone calls and having her house watched. But yeah, let's get this guy in politics pronto. Jesus. I mean, stalking a cheerleader and threatening to kill people in traffic, that is a that should be on the Georgia flag. Yeah. Yeah. It's all very concerning. And it would be less concerning if he wasn't running for office and about to be uh, hoping to make decisions for our country. The the amount of times this guy this guy has like tried to do violence on people and everyone's just like, well, I guess, you know, what are we going to do? I mean, he won a Heisman, Jeff. So argue with that. I mean, yeah, for Georgia. Right. All of this said, I'm not confident this is going to work for Republicans. And why not, Adam? Herschel Walker's a crazy person, is part of the problem. He's for sure going to get the Republican nomination. He is dominating the field in that respect. But the polling between him and Raphael Warnock mostly depends on what poll you're looking at. Some of them have Warnock up by five. Some have Herschel Walker up by five. Some of them have them tied. I don't know the last time polls actually mattered in an election. Maybe 96? If that. Yeah. And at that point in time, 96, it's not like there was any danger. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing concerning happening. The polls say Bob Dole is going to lose. Oh, Oh, no. Get out of town. I personally think Republicans are making a mistake here. I think they're just assuming, well, Democrats, there's black incumbent. If we just run a black Republican like the Jay-Z song, that is just going to completely nullify that issue altogether. I there's something to be said about like if you just if you scratch the surface of this dude even the tiniest bit it is a problem and but i mean in a post-trump world is anybody like yeah it's a mistake for the republicans because they are losing their party to an unhinged fringe group of people that are taking it over yeah but, but at the same time we can't discount weird shit happening in weird parts of the country oh no definitely not i mean herschel walker could certainly win. I don't think, like, it seems like, if anything, race is going to be an even bigger issue in this election because of Herschel Walker's stance on it. Like, he sort of just kind of thinks racism isn't real. And I mean, when you became a millionaire for playing the sport, yeah, that's you didn't see it. That's the problem. Like, that, that seems to be his whole line of thinking is, well, if racism is real, explain me. Like, how did I get to where I am? You're a fucking freak, dude. You're a 47-year-old MMA fighter, for God's sake. That's not natural. Right. And so if you're like one of those woke types, as Aaron Rodgers would put it, who turned out in record numbers to get Raphael Warnock elected, Herschel Walker being black doesn't mean shit to you. There are a bunch of quotes in an article we'll link to from the Washington Post where they kind of just followed Herschel Walker around as he was campaigning. He's not letting anyone interview him, which can you believe it? That's a smart move on his PR team's point. Definitely. His whole thing is, well, the Bible doesn't mention black and white, so racism isn't real. There's only believers and non-believers. Oh, God. what the Bible says. Oh, God. He's like Carl Everett and dinosaurs. Yeah, I can't see that strategy landing with most black people. Like the KKK is going to be pissed. The KKK is going to vote Democrat for that. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Like I can't obviously speak for black 
America. I can't. Uh, what do you want but, to say? But there, like, there's quotes in all of these articles where people are like, that motherfucker is insane if he thinks there's no racism in Georgia. In Georgia? You think there's no racism, dude? We're talking about Georgia. Like, We're not even talking about a national election. We're talking Georgia. So I, I cannot envision that talking point landing with anyone but white people who want to feel like they're not racist for voting for Trump ideals. I would kill to I would kill my ex and her new boyfriend and a bunch of cops and my uh, therapist just to see that debate between him and Warnock. Oh, man. I feel like it would end in Warnock getting like wrestled. Yeah, you're not going to believe this, but he has also so far refused to debate any of his competitors. Yeah. Can you imagine? Is it because he's, I don't know, dumb as a bag of hammers? Yeah. At least he's prone to violent thoughts and tendencies. Right, right. Yeah, that part is concerning. Like, because here's the thing. If he wins in Georgia, I could see him fucking running for president. Or something I mean, unfortunate like that. I feel like that's like when Gary Coleman ran for governor of, of uh, California. And we're all like, we get it, man. It's, it's a little bit. Yeah. I do think that Trump is probably like, what are you doing stalking a cheerleader? Like, he's probably like, no, that's not what you do. Yeah. He's like, you let him come to you with your billions of dollars, your chicken money. I also don't know that Herschel Walker's celebrity is what. Republicans are making it out to be like, yeah, he's huge in Georgia, but even then, just among football fans, and that's not... That's only the whole state of Georgia. Is it, though? Like, we say that, but we know that's not true. Like, even the people who are interviewed in these articles, one of the the women is 38 years old, and she's like, I wasn't even born when he won the national championship. I don't care. Yeah, there's something to be said... Although one of the big problems is how many people vote for name recognition. We've been yeah. seeing that as a big problem currently in California with Rick Caruso running as a Democrat on yeah. the, in the primary, even though he is a horrifying Republican, like an evil, disgusting Republican that loopholed his way onto the Democratic ticket and spent is spending so much money on advertising. And just reminding you and like saying really awful, like like really stupid platitudes and not revealing what he actually wants. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, Herschel Walker definitely has the name recognition. I just feel like people who want to vote for Trump and people who will vote for someone because they won Georgia, a national championship, are the same people. Like this Herschel Walker, I feel like Republicans think they're targeting a new audience by running Herschel Walker when they're really not. Like yeah. Herschel well, Walker is yet. but they will. Like he's, he's still a primary, right? Yeah, the, the primary is as this is released. The primary happens tomorrow, but he's dominating that primary. He's got something like two thirds of the vote and everyone else is in single digits. So Republicans are super duper behind this guy, but it's not translating in the polls with him and Warnock. And I think that's got to be why he's not going to debate anyone, because if you got this man on television and put him up against Raphael Warnock, who is a long, long, long time civil rights activist. He is the incumbent. He won that election in Georgia. Yeah. He would annihilate Herschel Walker. He probably would get shot. Herschel Walker would shoot Raphael Warnock in a debate. That's how it would end. Yeah, it is one of those things where like, how do you address that when it's just like the reason that he's not debating me is because his brain is oatmeal. Yeah. Like this man is not fit to wipe his own ass, let alone, man. And, you know, I I, I get that we're living in an age when diagnosing someone's mental health stuff is frowned upon. But again, this is different. This is someone running for U.S. Senate with a documented history of not just mental illness, but also violence tied to that mental illness. And now you're going to give him the codes to Georgia's nuclear weapons or whatever the fuck? I don't know, man. Herschel Walker won't hear you making fun of his mental illness and prone to violenceness. Yeah. But your friends that are mentally ill and prone to violence will. Right. Yeah. Keep that in mind, Adam. Also, like his his racism doesn't exist because Jesus says to forgive platform 
that's that's going to resonate with fundamentalist Christians. That's it. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a fundamentalist Christian kind of thing to say. Yeah. If you're going to hear a sentence involving the words Jesus and racism, that's not the sentence that you're ever going to predict is going to happen. No, no, definitely not. But I mean, he is super duper like his message is resonating with white conservatives. But of course, because yeah. they just desperately want to not feel like they're being racist voting for Trump. They'll vote for the racism isn't real guy anytime. Absolutely. But I just I still think Republicans don't realize this is just preaching to the choir. Like Herschel Walker is not a revolutionary pick. He's not as outside the mainstream as they want to pretend. And I think they are just expecting some people are going to be lazy and be like, oh, it's Herschel Walker. He's black. I'll vote for him. And I don't think I mean, voters are that dumb. Like, hmm. yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of times like because I was looking up like PolitiFact that was sorting out all the stuff that's been said about him. And they're, they're very much like, keep in mind, he was never technically arrested for violence against women. Yeah. And it's like, so what? Well, yeah. An athlete got away with being violent towards women. Yeah. Since I when? I don't think Jimmy Snuka was ever arrested for violence against women either. Yeah. And he took her off the top rope. He fucking killed a lady. He sure did. He killed yeah, a gal. He, yeah, he he Tony Stewarted that one, but like without the car. Yeah, because Tony been... Stewart killed the guy. Right, right, and so did Jimmy Snuka and Vince McMahon helped him cover it up. Vince McMahon also covered up Tony Stewart's murder. Right, people don't know that. So yeah, I don't know. The prospect of him winning this election is concerning. His prominence in general should be concerning. The ideal situation is he loses and just never pursues politics again. But he's so, it's weird to say that a damn near 60 year old dude is young, but he's 60 Herschel Walker years. He looks 27. Yeah. So he's going to be around for a long, long time. And if he wins this election, I am frightened for our future because he's, that's, that's going to be the thing. Like, Everyone's angling for like the first woman president and it's going to be such a bitter pill to swallow when it's like Sarah Palin or Ivanka Trump and Girl as much a way to nuclear war. Yeah, like as as great as it would be for the country to have another black president, I sure don't want it to be Herschel Walker. Yeah, pick your battles, folks. It shouldn't just be a a, a check a check in the box there. You you should probably have some caveats to what kind of a president you want of those things. Yeah. And uh, what kind of person you want representing your state in the US Senate. So, yeah, he's going to get the nomination. That that happens tomorrow and there's no way he doesn't get that. And we'll see how it goes in the general election. It would be wild if the day that this goes up, Herschel Walker just gets into like a firefight with the police <laughs> taken out that would be that would be crazy honestly that would be an optimal situation yeah or if he's, he's just like like i don't want anyone to die like i don't i'm not i'm sorry some people are too dangerous to be left on the table adam it, right well i i just don't want herschel walker running for office like i don't want him in politics but or talking to women yeah like obviously all of that but He's killed 592 of his chicken employees. Adam. <laughs> That's this what people don't talk stopped. about. Yeah. People never bring that up. What you happened? 600 to eight. What did you do, Herschel? They were probably just raptured. That is fair. And you weren't, Herschel? How can we ever expect you to be the moral choice if you weren't even raptured with your chicken friends? Get your shit together, Herschel Walker. Chicken company have an ass. So, yeah, we'll see how this goes. It's it's definitely among all of the elections that are going to happen later this year. This is one to watch really close because it's sure also neat. like the thing we haven't mentioned also is Raphael Warnock's seat is the reason Democrats kind of have an advantage in the Senate right now. It's a 50-50 split, but actually Joe Manchin just bought that seat. <laughs> <laughs> fucking joe man sorry, sorry. Uh, the the cigarette and and coal companies bought that seat <laughs> but like if if that seat goes back to republicans then republicans are back to dominating and it's it's an important contest it's an, an important election and it's worth keeping an eye on it's worth i don't know pressure and herschel walker to debate his opponents and say what he feels in response to their policies and thoughts. I don't think that's going to happen because it would be a fucking disaster for Republicans. 
I would kill to see him in a debate. I, I know. I want to do anything for that. And the thing is, uh, what worries me is what if it happens and he's like really good? I remember when like super smooth as he just coasts right through it. I remember in 2004, one of Bush's debates against John Kerry. I was like, John Kerry's going to fucking wreck George Bush. He did not. Like George oh. Bush really handled himself well George, in that debate. I, 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 as much of a war criminal as he is, George Bush is incredibly affable. Yeah. He's a very likable person. And it's important to forget that when you think about all his awful crimes and shit that he's done. And John Kerry is not a no. particularly likable person. No, no, not when they all. When they released his like everyday man, you know, when they do like, it's always like Bush cutting shrubs and stuff. Yeah. They, they do those like everyday man. Do you know what his, his pictures were? I don't. Windsurfing. Hell yeah. You don't windsurf like, every day? Like... Imagine how disconnected you are to the regular people <laughs> that you're like, I'm a regular person. Check out these photos of me not in a suit or windsurfing. Well, it's not like he's got a bunch of money or anything. That Yeah, that was considered like a massive blunder in the windsurfing thing but by releasing the windsurfing thing and then it showed the same pictures the bush version of it was him on the ranch just clearing brush yeah it was definitely a different time like back when you could lose an election for an embarrassing picture when people are like don't eat a hot dog on the campaign trail people make fun of you for it and you'll lose or yeah. michael dukakis imagine tank. losing an election because you didn't look cool enough driving a tank like okay. what the fuck he was still driving a tank yeah no, that that it is really weird, like this sort of gaffes. But what the 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 Kerry thing was just it was a reminder that he's a bit of an elitist. Yeah, you know, he's like we all bowl with our diamond bowling balls. Yeah, this is uh, it's gonna be money. It's gonna be an interesting midterm election. Uh, and this this is this is the race to watch. Like this this could decide a whole lot of things about the future of this country. So keep your eyes peeled, everybody. Keep your oh yeah. Keep your nose to the grindstone. I've never really known what that means, but I guess I could look it up someday. Probably don't. Yeah, it's let probably it, horribly let, racist let or something. Float in the ether for forever. Yeah, it's probably racist. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Do we have any final thoughts on Herschel Walker aside from don't elect him to represent don't, Georgia in the Senate? Don't, yeah, don't elect him to represent Georgia in the Senate. And also don't be near him. Yeah, don't uh, don't look him directly in the eyes. Yeah, it's like being on a talk show with a bear. Like the bear is trained not to harm you. It's like there's a really good chance this bear is going to harm me, even though you trained it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Herschel Walker on Russian TV all the time. Herschel Walker's a loose cannon, man. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, Jeff, I have a question. Yes, sir. Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Well, I think everyone should listen to shows like You Don't Even Like Sports, a sports podcast about how you don't even like sports, Adam. What? And that is available on this network, the Unpopular Opinion Network. You should check that out. It's, uh, again, it's one of my favorite projects I've ever worked on. I love doing it. And so many other podcasters will text me and be like, when is the next episode coming up? It is a very fun show. It is very fun. It's also a bitch to research. So if you are one of those people who is like, when is the next episode coming out? Here's the thing. Hold your fucking horses. You wait, you fucking wait. It'll it come. Will, it's a lot of fun. And we're so proud. I'm so proud of it. It will be out very soon. And I'm proud of you, Adam. Oh, I'm proud of you. Uh, you can also check out Jeff has cool friends, which is my long form podcast where I interview my cool friends. Uh, you can get it, uh, you know, or you can get it a week early uncensored with bonus content at patreon.com slash Jeff may, where you can get that and other shows such as Ugg fine. We have a podcast where Kim Crawl bullied me into doing a podcast uh, with her. You can also check out Tom and Jeff watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network. Uh, and you can find me on, on Twitter and Instagram at Hey There Jeffro. And that's, that's the only place I want you to find me. Follow Jeff on Instagram and Twitter at Adam Todd Brown. That's Todd okay. with one D. Two Ds. Todd with one D. Um, yeah, that's, all, that's it. We'll have other stuff to plug soon. Yeah. But in yeah. the meantime, just don't vote for Herschel Walker. Don't, if you live in Georgia, campaign against him. Yes. Make phone calls. Make a, make a sign. Get on TikTok. Remind people of Herschel Walker's tendency to explode and uh, let people know you don't want it in your political system. Yeah. Treat him like he treats 2002 Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
stand outside his home. Yeah, it might work. It's, yeah. That's how we're protesting these I days. I beat you to death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the Herschel Walker is now kind of a weird dude rookie card, everybody. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Second rookie card. <laughs>